Hello everybody, this is Joanne Feeler and welcome to this week's message. I am still getting over the bronchitis, so I'll warn you guys, my voice still sounds a little strange to me and possibly to you. And I may have to mute and cough a little bit and I apologize for that in advance. Um, but I am getting better and I feel so much better. <laughs> for those of you that are watching the video, I um, am switching it up in terms of where I kind of park myself in my home to get comfy. So I'm all cozy on our little velvety couch. <laughs> so I'm all uh, relaxed and um, ready and excited for today's message. I don't know what we're talking about today, but I am excited for, um, I feel the, anyway, I feel excited about what we're doing here. And I'm really glad that you're here with us um, for whatever we're gonna do. So for those that are new, what we like to do is hang out and we love to tap into a deeper level of ourselves. There, from my own experience and my own, my own journey, I've realized that when we are operating from just our five human senses, it is very compressed, it's very tight, it's very small. Our energy field feels very easily manipulated and even controlled and also very, let's see, how do I wanna put it? Um, easily kind of tossed around. And the more that we can realize our eternal energy, um, our soulfulness, and yes, this is very esoteric and um, out there in idea, but what you begin to experience in yourself is dramatically different. You realize that a lot of the, the layers of you that you couldn't kind of tap into with just the kind of mainstream way of looking at yourself and your mainstream ideas and five human senses, et cetera, um, you realize really how constrained we were in that way. So it's exciting as your life starts to unfold in a new way. You are really what's unfolding in a new way. So it's an exciting time to, to be human, to be on the planet. That doesn't mean that everything is getting perfect. Um, I'm certainly not expecting <laughs> everything to, uh, to all of a sudden get perfect. I'm not waiting for a utopian society. Um, I'm realizing that the earth is what it is and it most likely is going to stay in a similar vibrational pattern to what it is, not earth herself, but humanity. So I've decided to take more matters into my own hands in terms of how exceptional can I be and how exceptional can you be? Um, how supernatural can we allow ourselves to be in our humanness that is outside the box, that is outside the norm um, and good and positive and making a positive difference in our lives and in our, in our relationships and in you know other whatever else is important to you, your health, your income, etc. This isn't stuff about the secret. This isn't A Course in Miracles. Um, this isn't about manifestation. I don't have a vision board. If you do, that's fine. But to me, I focus less, I'm less passionate about the stuff <clears throat> um, and getting stuff as I am about liking myself and even loving myself and having enough love in my field, which doesn't come from me, it comes from, to me, that all that, all that divinity um, is coming straight from source creator and I use the term God. So with that God energy um, personally connected from the inside out, we have so much more love and grace and forgiveness to give ourselves when we screw up. So it's it's not even for me about being perfect or not screwing up. I know I'm gonna screw up here <laughs> probably over and over and over again. But knowing that I have that love, that I have that grace and 
we're really all just trying to do the best that we can with what we know. I think I, I really feel that way about all of humanity. Um, the difference comes with what we know. Okay, so what we're going to do here, I am going, we're, we'll do some breathing and some meditation sorts of things. Um, and then I will share a message that is not, I don't study it, I didn't prepare it, it's not coming from my brain. It's coming from a realm of energy that is, um, well, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. I love what happens. And I didn't know that this was even possible in another uh, version of myself 10 years ago. So um, it's still exciting to me. And I hope it always feels exciting because it's very unconventional um, and yummy. That's good. Okay. All right. So I encourage you to relax. <sighs> Give your, your body a chance to just really sort of unwind for a moment here. Okay, very good. And just relax your shoulders. Take a nice deep breath. On this next inhale, I'm going to ask you to imagine that the colors that you're inhaling are kind of a bluish purple. I like to call it Pleiadian blue. It's my favorite color, bluish purple. Um, and just let that, I want to say aura, just really um, affect you. Breathe it in. Imagine that color as it enters your field, as you invoke it. Okay, good job. All right, now I would like you to imagine that there are, it almost looks like a set of discs going from your root chakra all the way up through the um, your top of your head, the tippy top of your head, your crown chakra. And just almost, they're almost like these silvery discs and they're lined up. If you're looking down on your body, they look like dinner plates, um, one on top of the other. But they're not dinner plates. Uh, just imagine it like a platinum silvery sort of disc. Um, they're not thick, they're not breakable, they are shimmery, and they look special, um, like special dinnerware. For special occasions like this is what I just felt right there. Okay, wonderful. And now I'm noticing that these discs are spinning. They're rotating in different directions, they're shifting in height along your body. Good job. Just allowing that to happen. And now they're shifting. The one, the plate that was on the bottom is now shifting to the top and they're all just kind of trickling down in rotation. <laughs> and for any of your brains that are like, but what are they doing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. So let's give our brains a hug if it's asking those questions. Maybe it doesn't need to know. Maybe this is beyond our mortal equipment of our brain. Oh, uh -huh. okay. Good job. Now the discs are also changing direction and now they're shifting positions, but in a, it looks like a random order. Uh, it doesn't look like a rhyme, a reason or sequence to it. They're just shifting. Okay, beautiful. And now all of a sudden the discs have dematerialized and there's a very shimmery sphere of energy that is around your body. So the sphere of energy, this ball, is tuned by whatever these discs were. <sighs> Just as I, I'm wondering if you took a breath like that too. There's, 
there's healing in this process right here. There's a sense of rejuvenation, restoration. There's a resetting of energies here to help um, magnify what we've been going through over the past three weeks. Um, it has been a really, really wild ride in a lot of ways over the last three weeks. And I know with my bronchitis, I felt like I was having my own little cocoon version of whatever that was, but everything is different. Okay, good. Just let's let that, that energy ball stay all tuned up like that while we stay right here. And you can open your eyes if they were closed. Um, and let's just chat for a tiny bit. Um, about, well, no, actually, our team, my team is like, let's just talk and we'll include what we were going to say there. Okay, that sounds, that works for me. Okay, all right, so I'm just, it's almost like I'm switching gears. Okay, that feels good. Everything has changed. And we know that your brains may want to take that literally. And of course, we don't mean it as literally as your, your beautiful brain may want to make it sound, but let's make it as exciting as it is that so much has changed. Jill is noticing it with her communication, um, her ability to find words, uh, her master communicator abilities are uh, kind of, uh, they feel a little, a little, uh, like they need a new calibration and that's what we were doing for her with those discs and your teams were doing different things for each of you with that, um, with that meditation slash activation that we just did right there. So the change, let's talk about what's changed though. Um, and why as more and more of you were as more and more of a group like this that's into consciousness, um, testing the bounds of human potential, um, stretching your ideas and reevaluating and giving yourself permission to consider what's true, what's real, um, what's right, what's wrong about this world and this reality in general. As more and more of you were deciding that the world didn't need to condone your wishes, that the world didn't need and doesn't need to go along with you folks in your ascension process, in your activations, in your enlightenment experiences, that you could just let the rest of the world be exactly what it is and that they would not be getting in your way if they stayed where they are. As that movement happened, and we could see it in Galactic Council meetings sort of being hashed out, um, because there was great concern that many had about who would be left behind if we did that. And as we were um, trying to explain, no one gets left behind by some of you moving even more, if you will, forward into a truer and truer version of your soulfulness while you're in human form. No one really gets left behind. But the distortion of the mind may feel like you're leaving people behind, but actually you're not leaving them any where else than where they are, which is where they're in some ways choosing to be consciously choosing and unconsciously choosing and is unconscious choice even a choice? We could debate that, of course, with you. Um, it's a debatable point. But as, as a group like this said, you know what, what if we just respect free will um, more honestly, more authentically, more purely 
and we let the rest of humanity be exactly what it is and we offer the love and the grace and the compassion um, and the healthy boundaries that are good for, <laughs> for any uh, human journey on earth. What if we just let them be exactly what they are? What if we didn't put any limitations on what they can be? Obviously, we wouldn't want to do that in terms of limiting their growth potential if they were choosing it. But for those that aren't choosing it, what if we just let them not choose it? What if we didn't even let that concern us so much? What if we allowed our light to expand beyond explanation in our humanness while letting the rest of the world be exactly what it is? That path changed everything. And this reset that has been going on since around March 20th, 2018, is dramatic and intense and exciting um, surprising in many ways and we love to surprise a group like this and it's starting to kind of settle in the uh, the new architecture new architecture for your humanness the crystalline grid system has um, over um, it's gone through an overhaul of sorts and some of you had what many of you refer to as ascension symptoms related to this. Jill had her bronchitis, um, which is what she was calling it, but the rewiring is intense and it is exciting because what, do you, what happens now, right? We're asking you the same question. What does happen now? How do you want this to affect you? How do you want this freedom for you to be you while allowing the rest of humanity to be the rest of humanity? All of those ones. What do you want this to mean? What will you do when you're not waiting around for the rest of humanity to wake up? It's freeing. It's very liberating. And here's the part that some may not see as readily. So we want to point it out. It's very respectful. And it's very honoring because the higher selves of every quote unquote unconscious individual is not hemming and hawing and stewing and fretting about the fact that their human is not conscious. Earth allows for unconsciousness. And their higher self knew that when they incarnated. So we know that a group like this gets so excited about how much more alive you feel by who you are now versus maybe who you were 20 years ago or maybe even 20 minutes ago. That you feel so excited about that, that and you care so much about other people that you want for them what you have. But have you noticed that many of the people you want the most expansion for, they may not be expanding. And if they are, great. But that's not even your doing, that's their doing. Right? Are you giving someone else credit for your expansion process? <laughs> Some of you are actually saying, yes, you are. Most of you are not. Um, and it's fine either way. But what got you here into the state of your present uh, dimensional range of enlightenment, as we see it, is you. Because even if somebody else had a very uh, compelling model that intrigued you and made you want to if you will, create your own journey of enlightenment and expansion, growing your consciousness, ascension, all of those cool things. 
um, still the person that did it is you. You're the one that did the doing. And truthfully, for expansion and enlightenment, it's a lot more about the undoing, isn't it? It's a lot more about what you decide you're not, as well as the ways that you decide and that you explore what you are and what you want that to mean. And that's that curiosity, that creativity is what we're uh, still counting on in terms of where you go from here with this new reset of the energy grid lines. Um, we didn't do that for you. You did that. And it's very impressive. It's like you knew what you were doing. Wink, wink. Uh, because you did, not as your humanness. Your brain doesn't have that wiring. Your brain doesn't have that. Um, your brain can't. No, <laughs> no intended disrespect. We're not meaning to offend any brains out there. But let's just, let's just consider it pragmatically. We're talking about architecture that is beyond the range of physical and beyond the range of your science beyond the rage of really any human science. So how could the brain be part of that process? So for any of your brains that feel left out or sort of like, but I, I thought I was involved in that. I thought I was here for that. It just, please give your brain a hug because the brain is, has, it holds the ego and it's easily bruised um, and it wants to feel important. Some of your brains more so than others. So let your brain feel respected and honored for exactly what it is, while also you, as the, <laughs> the voice of self that's beyond the brain, realizing that the brain has a limited range. It really does. So who did this architecture upgrade? Who is an interesting question, because who is still putting you within the time-space continuum? Okay, so how about a what? That's better. A what is more inclusive of the non-physical vibrational ranges that you would know as your soulfulness, as your higher self. So then, okay, fine, then what did this? What did this upgrade in architecture? A collection of source energy that loves to push the limits of humanity into exciting new adventures that it has never been to before. Just feel that for a moment. So as you untethered your one from all the other ones in your humanness, you automatically give yourself more permission for your creation for your exploration, for your curiosity, your meaning your soulfulness accessed from within your humanness, from within your humanness. Those are very importantly coded words that your humanness is not getting in the way. So that desire, that dreaminess of source energy that actually when we look at folks like we interact with through our work it's the biggest idea that got you into the human form your reason for incarnating to begin with it's like we imagine you as your higher self saying how can I how how much light will I let myself hold in my humanness 
I don't know. Let's see. This is an unscripted show and on earth. So the possibilities are literally endless. And with every one of your ones, your you, your you's and, and hers, etc., there's a different configuration of that light. There are different ideas that occur to you about who you are and what you want to be. And that is such a beautiful focus. Who you are and what you want to be with a passion for and a dedication, a sense of responsibility even, which is just responding to your abilities, of being eternally light and somehow making that make sense while you're also human. This very strange temporary human experience. Okay, so in that experience of, of group, group like this, beings like, beings like you, saying, okay, I think I get it. Maybe I don't have to wait. Maybe I don't have to wait for the rest. <laughs> Jill's communication. Uh, maybe I don't have to wait for the rest of humanity to wake up or get anything because they may not. That was another sort of painful realization um, that many have had or, or, or will have at some point. Um, because there was, a, there was and still is with many a huge misunderstanding about what's going on in this timeline. That there's some mass ascension going on that everybody is going to transition into some other reality. And that's not our view of things. Um, <clears throat> It's a good idea to plan on the rest of the world being exactly what it is. And if you're pleasantly surprised, awesome. If you're disappointed, you'll actually lessen uh, the disappointment if it, uh, if it gets worse or if it stays status quo and it doesn't look like there's any change. But all of you as creator energy, you actually do have the power in many ways to kind of see what you want to see. So for those that feel like they have evidence to the contrary or evidence to support, support their belief systems, isn't it great? It's actually pretty fantastic that Earth offers so much that even different individuals with very different beliefs and very different truths can look around and say, see, told you. And the fact that almost everybody can say that is pretty amazing. That's a testament and evidence to the, the wide-ranging creator energy that's available on Earth, that it's, there's such a, such a plethora of creator energy, um, a lot of it not even really being utilized because there's so, much, so many 3D, five human sensory sorts of experiences that it's, it's kind of cool. But who needs evidence, right? To convince whom? Of what? What if there's no need to convince? What if it's enough for you to be a version of your light that you came here to be, that makes your higher self proud of you every day, especially under the circumstances of being a human on earth? That is so hard. That all you have to take care of on a regular basis, and those jobs aren't going away anytime either. 
right? You gotta take care of your body, clean it, feed it. It gets older, it, ta it takes more upkeep, right? More care. It's a, it, being human is strange. It's a very strange experience. Even to your higher self, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. I kind of forgot about that. That's, that's so weird. I'm so busy doing very mundane things. When am I gonna get to the good stuff? Um, uh, so let's, let's actually talk about that. When are you going to get to the good stuff? How about now? How about you make time, make time for the things you really want to get to because there's no time like the present. So what are you going to kind of back off from? How about worry? What if you back off from the worry and the concern about everybody else to give yourself more permission, authority, handing yourself more of the authority, claiming the authority you actually have in the creator of light that you are, in your you. That's more than enough material to keep you busy, literally for a lifetime. So any ideas of getting it right or getting it perfect, or does, is this what my higher self wants? That's not how your higher self is looking at you. Your higher self is looking at you as the creator energy in human form that is beyond the, the range of meaningful communication to even begin to offer you instruction. And even if it, even if it, your team, your higher self could kind of hand you instructions for what to do, most of you would ignore them anyway <laughs> because of how you wired yourself energetically to be this rebellious, sometimes pioneering spirit of, don't tell me what to do. Stop telling me what to do. And yet some of you would love it if your higher self would tell you what to do. Um, Jill loves to share with people that they have this idea that since she has a dialogue with her team that she does, that she didn't have early in life or she didn't know she did. She did. She did. She, did. she just didn't know she did. Um, there is this idea that, that she asks her team's advice for everything. Where should we go on vacation? You know, where should I go on vacation with my family team? And the first thing we say back to her is, I don't know, Jill, where do you want to go? We wouldn't begin to disrespect the creator ability that she has within her humanness by telling her what to do. Now, we're filled with advice and guidance, but most of the time, with a lot of you that are asking questions from your team, we're giving you a, a general kind of big picture idea. And yes, there are specific recommendations that we have in many instances, but we're very careful, especially because of the way we work with Jill and the way we want to work with you. Our biggest desire for all of you is, to real, is for you to realize how much creator energy that you are in your humanness and that that is beautifully placed with you. Your love, your compassion, your integrity, your wanting passionately to be this amazing version of yourself and that that's in your hands. That is a wonderful place for that authority. And it is, it is frankly concerning to us. For any of us that are cherishing human sovereignty some of the trend lines don't look good. There's increasing desire for many humans to hand over their authority for their personal well-being to someone else. Maybe they're too busy, maybe they're tired, maybe they don't feel equipped. Handing it over to whomever, 
government, um, different agencies, anyone sometimes. So that concern that we were talking about right there, it's not concern of anything horrible happening. It's just concern because the trend is going in a direction that we're not passionate about. We're very passionate about human sovereignty and about free will within humanity. And um, it's very clear to us based on the viewpoint that we have from the past and future scenarios, etc., because there is not one um, version of the future. There are multiple timelines going on. Um, we don't like the ones where humanity's sovereignty is continuously suppressed or even further suppressed. Those don't look good. Um, that's, that's, that's who we are as source energy. We're, we, we, we love creator ability. Um, we love creator ability combined with consciousness. We love when life forms are taking responsibility for themselves and their well-being and not expecting others to fix it for them. Um, that creates a sense of dependency that is less than ideal in, in our view. So we're opinionated. <laughs> we, we, we have specific sort of uh, ideas about, about what's best. And all of you actually have that as your higher self um, and as your human. And sometimes they can get off where your human version of you is out of sync with what your higher self tends to care about as sort of its personality. Um, so that's always, <laughs> that's always an interesting experience when that happens. And, and it's okay. I mean, Earth is, in many ways, an experimentation um, process anyway, because there is no one set goal, there is no one set agenda, and it's a lot of creator energy that's mainly unconscious in, that, in your reality. So it's a, it's a wild card moment from, <laughs> from breath to breath. And when a group like this uses that to your advantage, for your purposes, for your gains of gains of love and light and hopefully greater opportunity for, for goodness for all, right? Because you you're not the type that wants to slam the door on somebody else's chances of being joyful and happy and, and well, as well as possible in their humanness and maybe even joy-filled. What a, what, a, what a shoot for the moon idea. This is a very special group. And what happens from here that we, that we can safely predict is that the timelines expand dramatically. There is no compression of timelines going on here. They are expanding, not just dramatically, but radically. So the we want to say dis, dis, disparateness. Um, the level of variety within humanity is, is expanding as a result of this. The differences, the distinctions that you feel relative to another person with different ideas and different beliefs, that, that level of distinction of who you are relative to other people, that actually grows. And again, that was a concern to some that were misunderstanding the concept of oneness, that oneness meant a, a march towards uh, sameness. That's not what Earth is for. It doesn't even make sense. Okay, very good. 
Okay, very good. As as we're as we're observing your energy fields, we just we're seeing that the words that happened today coupled um, married very nicely with the discs that we saw earlier, and that expansion of your uh, your sphere and the and the new architecture in place here. But give yourself time. <laughs> Please don't be too hard on yourself. If if you were like this one. Uh, with the words feeling a little clunky for a little bit or things that used to be really seamless for you. You're just feeling a little disoriented, like you're dizzy. Um, that reset, it, it's worth some time to kind of, it's almost like sort things out, not to what they were before, but where you want them to be now to position you and not just dreaming about the version of you that now is not conditioned upon what, what others do or don't do. But that authority is back in your hands, in our view, where it belongs. And we're so excited to see what you do with this, to see what you do with this increase of authority and energy range and vibration, etc. It's fantastic, and it is exciting. It's very exciting. Okay, so be discerning and choosy as well. We, uh, we wouldn't be surprised if some of you feel quite a big shift in your tastes and preferences and everything, possibly food, clothing, your sense of what you look like and what you define as, as what you want to look like, um, what supports you and what feels like it no longer supports you, or maybe things that supported maybe an older version of you, an outdated version of you. Um, again, it doesn't mean anyone has to be wrong. It's just the complementary nature of the energy patterns, you may notice that they're not there anymore. Okay. All right. We're so excited. Okay. Um, let's open it up here to the chat room and see if there's any comments or questions, things that we can further clarify. Okay. And while the live chat room is potentially wanting to share, let's talk about some dates. So, and I'm just stepping in here. Um, so I'm headed to New York city tomorrow and I can't wait. Um, Friday night on July, oh wait, oh my God, I'm running in July. What am I doing? Um, Friday night, May 18th, we will be this, we, John Burgos, my, one of my soul brothers and I, um, we have that, the meet and greet that night. Let me just go get the details right here so that we have them. I don't know, Facebook open. I've been less on Facebook and I don't miss it, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not feeling like I'm missing it when I'm not on there and I'm really not on other things. My goodness, where is it? Well, oh, I know where to get it. Okay. There we go in my newsletter. Okay. So Friday from six to 9 PM, we will be at the open center in room three B this one, this, the meet and greet is no charge, no need to RSVP or register. Um, we would just love to see you. So that's the open center is at 22 East 30th street in New York. And again, six to 9 PM on Friday, room three B. <laughs> and then Saturday is the five hour workshop, um, May 19th at three 30 to eight 30 PM. And that's at the center, uh, at 208 West 13th street, New York room 301 already and that one you do need to register for so check out my website or you could google joe renee feeler in new york and i'm sure you'll get it that way too 
Okay, because I haven't done a, a previous event in New York. Anyway, um, I can't wait to see you. There are going to be recordings available um, for purchase of that five-hour presentation for Saturday. I cannot wait. I, I mean, especially with what we heard today about, you know, where do we go from here? We've got this new architecture. And I, I'm very passionate about helping get things out of our way because I can see literally ideas and thoughts and just blockages in our field that are getting in the way of us moving forward. And I, I love the chance to see them, identify them, and help you move around them. So I, uh, there's going to be new things to move around is what the team just said uh, for moving forward. And I'm excited. It does this. It's interesting because I'm just noticing that as Jill, I can be a little bit competitive not necessarily with other people, but more myself. So it's almost like if somebody is going to be holding more light in the next year, um, or if there's going to be a group of people that are like, I want to, I want to be holding more light. I want to be holding new levels of light. I want to be feeling that for myself. So I'm kind of competitive in that way, knowing that I'm not taking anything away from somebody else. I'm just so excited that we're finally at this another, this new level. It's another level of the experience for being light in human form. And I'm proud of all of us. It's fantastic. Okay, let me go back to the chat room here. And, and let me do a little cough thingy. Hang on. Alrighty, let's see what's going on. Okay, hey, Tom. He's saying, what kind of changes have you experienced in human consciousness since the spring equinox? That is a fun question. What kind of changes have you experienced in human consciousness since the spring equinox? I think for me, it you're probably going to get a, a unique answer. I'm just realizing the fact that to me it wasn't like, oh yeah, there was the equinox, because I know I talked about March 20th, and that does time it right out there, right there. Um, but because I was, I feel like I lived in my bed for a lot of April. Um, I know literally I didn't, because I remember my daughter's birthday, and <laughs> I, was, I was cutting cake and things. Um, but I feel like there was such a physical component to what was going on with me that... How is it different though? I don't know where to start. I'm having a hard time putting words to it too. Everything feels different. The light feels different. <clears throat> Excuse me. The light within me feels different. It feels more vibrant. It feels less dull. And that's a weird thing to say because it never felt dull. But so vibrancy is a, is a great uh, descriptor there. It feels closer to my physical layers. So from the inside out, I mean, there have been mornings where I wake up and I just I just feel this this rush from the inside out. And I've had experiences like that before, but it feels different. It's almost like the light, the 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 white in the light is like a different color, which. The words, like, here I am again. This is what I'm talking about. I just feel like the words are just not, like, holding the energy well right now. <laughs> but I'm getting, I'm getting accustomed. Um, so the white, the level of white light is different 
it feels more accessible. It feels more calm. It feels more secure. It feels less anxious. It feels less hungry. Um, there's a sense of, uh, is it satiety, satiated sort of vibrational quality to it of like restfulness, serenity. That's a great word for it too. And in terms of creation, I haven't, I mean, for me, I haven't felt as like hungry to create. So even in the weeks that I took off, there was definitely a part of me saying, oh, you know, I, I really wish I could be there for you guys. And, and I want to, you know, do what I can to support everyone here, including myself. Um, but there was less, less of that sort of like the little Jill that beats myself up for not like nailing everything as well as I want to. Um, I mean, I still don't have the Egypt trip planned. I mean, that is just ridiculous that I want to go in January and I still don't have it together. But I just know that I, I feel it will come together for January and I know it's going to be perfect. And it's, it's going to get done. I just know it will. And I know that's on me in a lot of ways, but I hope that kind of explains it or not. <laughs> anyway, I hope that offered something, Tom. Okay. Hi, Patricia. She's saying, hi, Jill. So I've been having major neck, shoulder tightness and pain. Oh, geez. And not sleeping well for the last week or so because of that. Is that from the re rewiring you were talking about? Thank you. Yes, it is, Patricia. Um, I'm getting a yes on that. There will be things, you guys, that we did before that worked for us that, that don't work now. So, I mean, Patricia, for you, start simple. Um, flip up, I mean, switch pillows around the pillow that you have under your head. Um, do some experimentation is what I'm getting from your team, but start simple. Make it simple, you guys. Um, start with simple solutions and see if they work. And if they don't, then try something else. But we have gotten in the habit of making things far more complex, far more hard and with much slower results. Um, and our teams are very excited for us to allow things, allow solutions, allow moving forward to be less complex um, and more simple with better outcomes. That all, that all sounds good, doesn't it? Okay, hi, Barbara. Barbara's saying just what I have been feeling, my three grown kids even, oh, that's fun. And Jess is saying, fried my internet. Oh my gosh. Well, that doesn't sound good. Hopefully it's up again. Hi, Sandy. She's saying, great session, Jill. Have a blast in New York City. Oh, thank you so much. <clears throat> I appreciate that. Okay, hi, Tom. He's saying, a beautiful description of new inner illuminations. I understand, Jill. Oh, good, good, good. I'm glad you were able to decode what I said with those slightly awkward words there. Hi, Barbara. She's saying so much peacefulness now. All is well. Oh, good. Glad to hear that, Barbara. And then Tom, hello. He's saying, I feel we are being divinely supported to usher in a more peaceful world. Well, that sounds lovely. Hello, Martine. She's saying hello, Jill from New Zealand. Hi, Martine. I know we just had, a, she and I just had a private session not too, not too many days or weeks ago. 
All right, you guys, that feels like a wrap. Um, I haven't packed and I need to do that. I want to remember all my tech gadgets I need to have. It's um, always reassuring to know that there's there would be a Best Buy <laughs> or some other little tech shop um, if I do forget something. So anyway, I'm excited. I'm so excited for New York. And thank you, you guys, for your support. For those of you that aren't going to be there live, I... Um, I've had so many well wishes like that um, to have a great time in New York and they hope it's a successful event and all those things. And I feel that I love, I love the support that we have for each other. I love to cheer you guys on and it does feel good um, to know that, that I'm being cheered on as well by, by individuals like you guys. So thank you so much for that. It's, uh, it's a weird time right now. I mean, I, yeah, it's just a very, it's, it feels a little awkward. Um, and it feels good and exciting. It's interesting because I just had a little flash of the idea that if you are like a, um, an, an athlete and you've been athletic, like maybe pre-puberty or something like that, and then you go through puberty and you grow five inches over a summer, your body changes. So you, the way that you feel in your body as that athlete, whether it's you know swimming or running or you know football or tennis or whatever, you kind of feel a little gangly <laughs> for a bit. Um, maybe that's a good way to describe what we're feeling right now. <laughs> God, I just got this. Even like with a voice change <laughs> for me, maybe my voice will sound different. Um, girls don't normally have the voice change. I thought that was mainly the boys, but whatever. <laughs> it was a funny little joke right there. Okay. I think that's it. You guys, I love you so much. You guys check out the video. Let me know what you think about this location, um, in my home. I was very comfy and Patricia, I've had weird issues with my back too. So that's why I kind of went, uh, cause I can relate. Um, Anyway, I love you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. I won't be sharing live next week um, because during this time on Tuesdays when I'm normally sharing, I will be flying home. Um, so I think that's it. I love you. If you're in New York or can get to New York, I highly encourage it. I've, it's so fun to get together and we turn it up. And it just feels this vibrancy that we're talking about, feeling this in person together just feels like a very special opportunity. And I don't know if I'll do another event in New York. It's very expensive to do, <laughs> to do events in New York. And to be, uh, and my team's like, how, how honest do you wanna be here, Jill? I'll be very honest. I am a little bit disappointed about the numbers that are, that are showing up. My expectation in this, and I guess I shouldn't have expected. My expectation when we go to, when I do any event in a bigger city, cause I don't do that many live events. I like to travel with the, like, you know, the sacred travel kind of things. <clears throat> Hang on. Okay. My expectation when I did the event in LA with John, um, and that one was totally spontaneous. So that one, my expectations were kind of a wild card, but we also didn't charge. Anyway, so that one I was like, I don't know how many people will come. And John has a bigger audience than I do. So there was just kind of like, let's just see what happens. And we had a really good turnout. I think we had 40 to 50 people, if I remember correctly. And I was, it was so great to meet you guys in person. Those of the, you that were able to make it on such, such short notice, I felt 
blessed that you were able to make it work. So then I knew I wanted to do an event in New York and John had said that he did too. So we decided to join forces and his audience is, like I said, John's audience is bigger than mine and my audience is, is I'm, I'm very blessed to have an audience I do have and it's growing and that's fun. And you think about, my, my head went, an event in New York City, that's a big chunk of, I mean, in terms of a major metropolitan area, you have a lot of clients that you've met with over the years in those areas, some that you're still in contact with. This is, this should be a, a very, like, great event. Um, let's make sure we have enough seating, etc. We don't have that many signups. And then I was like, but why don't we have that many signups? And I love that we can just chit chat like this, you guys, because I like to be real with you guys. Um, I mean, I've, I've done this, <laughs> this has happened to me before where I get all excited about doing a live event. And then I'm like, wait, this is, I mean, I'm really happy to meet the ones that are coming, but I thought there would be more people coming. Um, but then I'm, I'm kind of unpacking it, and there's a Thai yoga massage therapist, Johnny Shaver, in town. Um, and I have sessions from her every week, and I love them. I love them. Um, and Johnny and I just, we talk also while, while she's doing her thing and helping me feel good in my 48-year-old body, good as possible. Um, and we were just talking about the fact that the way that, that you and I normally interact though is online. You don't have to go anywhere and I don't have to go anywhere. So it is kind of unfair that I expect that, well, I'm leaving my house to come to you, so you should come, you should get out of your house and come see me. That's probably not fair because there are a lot of reasons why we do, why I'm doing things from my house and why you're listening in and doing your thing from your, from your place, wherever you are. There's a lot of good reasons why we, why we are where we are when, when we're connecting. And the same thing is with John, right? So when you interact with John, you're in the, your own sacred space and he's in his sacred space too. So we are asking for new behavior here when, when he or I or both of us put something together, it's, I'll just say it. Because my team's like, are you gonna say what you want? I want you to show up. When I come to an area where you are, I would love, <laughs> if I do, I would love for you to show up. And I want you to show up. I want you to want us to get together in person. But I respect what you want to, I do. And I, I can, I'll let myself be a little disappointed <laughs> when, when it doesn't go the way I want. Um, and maybe I'll learn here something from this, that online works for us, obviously, and that's the majority of how we get together. So for some, if you're on the fence about going, I don't know, I would love to, I would love to meet in person. It feels wonderful. I, I just, I get really jazzed up when I meet you, when I meet you guys in person. And I love that we have the technology for when we can't meet in person. So I guess that's it. <laughs> I guess that's it. Let me see what you guys are talking about here online about this. <laughs> my, my, my little complaining, bitching and moaning session here. Okay, David is saying, thank you for the clarity and confirmation. Have a great trip. See you in New York City. David, are you coming? Oh my God, I love it. Okay, thank you, brother. Um, Patricia is saying, thank you, love you. Great confirmation that I've been needing because the mind has gone wild on this. Remember, she was the one that was talking about her back and neck pain. Um, Martine is saying, is whoever, Martine is saying, whoever is there is perfect. That's true. 
And the more the merrier. How about that? Um, Layla is saying, can you hear me smiling and laughing with you? I love your honesty so, so deeply. When's London? I think, can you say again? Yes, I can say again. Okay. So I don't have the venue locked down yet. Um, I don't know the paperwork in, so I don't know if I should say, but I want to, so I will. Um, so the venue in London, cause I'm going to be on vacation anyway, you guys with my family and I've, I, I love London. <laughs> I just have to say if I could live in London at one point in my life, I would be an even happier Jill. I just love it there. I, there must be a parallel reality where I live in London. Cause the minute I got there for the first time, I was like, Oh my God, I love it here. And it, it added to the effect that my, my 16 year old, my older daughter, Olivia, that was with me. She loved it too. So London, you guys got a great city there. Okay. And yes, I know it's one of the most expensive places in the world to live. So <laughs> I'm pretty budget conscious. So that alone may uh, talk me down from my dream there. All right. So Sunday, July 8th, um, I don't have the time yet cause I need to figure out what I'm doing with my human family that day. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Oh, this throat thing. Maybe I do feel like a prepubescent boy with this voice. I'm thinking of Peter Brady. Do you guys remember Peter Brady and the Brady Bunch? That song they sang and his voice was changing. It's time to change. Yes, it's time to change. Do I have that right? <laughs> For my fellow Brady Bunch nerds. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, New Essex Church. Uh, what else do I know? Does she have her address on here? Yes. Okay. Uh, one twelve Palace Gardens Terrace, Essex Church. Anyway, so that's where I'm going to do my gig, and that will be Sunday, July eighth. Uh, John will not be with me for that one, and that will be timing-wise. I'm thinking mid afternoon, and that way, when we wrap up, then I'll go, and I'll have the I'll have dinner with my family as our last night. Um, together on our trip before we head home back to the back to the good old USA. Alrighty, so that's that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Layla, for asking. London, you guys better show up. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Part of me does want to say that, but that's not the kind of friend I want to be. <laughs> okay, Sheila is saying, would love to come, but can't really afford the flight, I understand, from Arkansas. Oh, that's totally fair, Sheila. Yeah. I, I would be shocked if anyone came from Arkansas just for a little old me. So yeah, no explanation needed really, you guys. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make anyone feel bad. Okay. Leila saying, yes, amazing. Uh, okay. My love and waving goodbye. Ha ha. We'll be there. Ha ha. You better be <laughs> I'm just teasing. Oh, anyway. So I, I am excited. I'm so I'm excited for New York. And for those that are there, uh, we will deliver <laughs> no matter how many are there. And for those that are thinking about coming, come, come join us. It is so much fun to hang out together. And with five hours, I'm so excited for us to 
go really, really deep, and I love to make it playful. I love to make it fun and lighthearted because, let's be honest, we really need to bypass our brains in order to get to those deeper layers of light. And sometimes our brains, you guys, they're like a major gatekeeper. And I feel like I have special skills in the way of bypassing the brain, and I just think it's so hilarious that some of the kind of troll hate sometimes I get online is is <laughs> so funny that it's actually critical of me because I'm so lighthearted. Like, oh, you, you giggle too much, you laugh too much, you're too smiley. Um, so they want a serious professor, priestess, priestly energy, you know, ancient mystery school stuff. And what they don't know is that we left a lot in the so-called we didn't call them ancient mystery schools. <laughs> we just called them mystery schools. Um, yeah, anyway, so we weren't overly serious there either. So this this newer, this more modern day version, modern <laughs> being a bit of a euphemism here, um, the present day version of serious spirituality that has to be all buttoned down and very sound, very smart. Um, no, I love to, I love to really poke at that <laughs> a lot. Um, because from one strong mind to another, that is not the way into this, you guys. It's not. No. It'll make you feel smart, but I'm pretty sure that's not your goal. I know it's not the goal of your higher self. So I've got skills. I've got major skills for helping us bypass the mind, but not shutting off the mind, which we would not want to do. And yeah, that's it. Okay, I gotta wrap up. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go back. I just want to hang out with you guys all day. All right, I love you so much, and I uh, will see you online again soon. And if I see you in New York City, I will feel very blessed to get to see you in person. And there we go. Okay, bye for now. <laughs> I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this message. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'll see you again soon. Bye bye.